Blog Talk Radio. You're listening to the CollegeToPro.com NFL Draft Lab. edition of the Miles McKinley Red Dragons football podcast, all access powered by Brandon Miller State Farm Insurance. And we're here with Coach Perry. They just wrapped up a big win over Lakeview 35-7. We're going to get into those 35 numbers. It seems like a strange thing. But nonetheless, one game left in the regular season before the playoffs begin for the Red Dragons. But Coach, big win, 3-2. and two. Could finish at 4-2 if you win at Girard this weekend. But let's get to last week's game and uh, the number 35, it, it seemed either win or loss, it seems like that 35 number is something that is kind of strange. Yeah, I guess I never really noticed it until you pointed it out, but uh, <laughs> you said whether we win or lose, 35 is involved. I'm going to vote for 35 <laughs> being on the winning side of that, exactly. so uh, we want to keep that going. Um, you know, I, I thought from a game we, we had that interception early. You know, I think it was the third play of the game. We ran it back to the two. Uh, Chase said, you know, made a nice play on a, on a halfback pass. And as I told you the week before, we hadn't repped against the halfback pass pretty much all year, probably since August. And then uh, uh, we repped it a ton this week, so it was good to see that our hard work paid off there. But, you know, once we punched it in there, we, we kind of, uh, I think, took control. You know, anytime you're facing a team that's probably the underdog like Lakeview was, you want to make sure you get off to a good start. Don't give them more life than, than you want to. And uh, I thought that was a, a big way for us to start that game. And they, and they finished strong. Now, for you guys, going into this final week, I mean, how much – I mean, is everything on the table so far this season, or are you still kind of holding back things in, in anticipation, knowing that, you, that the playoffs are there? Well, the playoffs has provided a different level of focus. You know, one yeah. of the things you always want to say to your team is, hey, let's get better each and every week. Well, when you know for sure that you're going into week seven is going to be a playoff game, there, there seems – I think the kids – you know, understand and the coaches have more focus for saying no matter what happens this week, you know, we got to be better and we got to keep getting better because we're going to be answering the playoffs. So from that standpoint, you know, it has been, I, I think, a bit of a, of a good thing. The other, the other end of it, this is Gerard week. You know, Gerard's obviously a big rivalry of ours. Uh, so what I like about that is no one's looking forward to the playoffs right now. we got all hands on deck trying to get this thing done versus Gerard. And two in a row now, for going to Gerard this weekend, I mean, just in terms of where this team is, you feel they are. I mean, compared to week one, I know you want to build. You guys, I think you have done that. But how happy are you just with where the team is? I know you're never going to be totally pleased. But in terms of just where this team is mentally, physically, just moving forward. I think we've seen some growth in some areas. You know, as I told you, we've, we've kind of really – the most obvious one, I think, is the the offensive line. Um, I think the next area where I think, you know, we I think we made some strides a little bit is in the secondary. Uh, we still got a lot of work to do there. And then we had some injuries this week. Uh, we're hoping a couple of those kids come back. But uh, we got to get some now some young kids ready to step in and play. And, you know, as I told the players a little bit ago, it's going to be a testament to our program. Um, because if you have good players, you're obviously going to be successful. Somebody goes down, and if the next guy can go up and, and fill his shoes, then I think it, 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 you know, says a little bit about your program that 
you know, you can weather some of those storms. So we have great faith in some of these kids that might be stepping in this week, whether it be in special teams or, you know, even in a starting role. And, uh, you know, like I said, it'll be a testament to see how we've come along as a program. Now, this is an on-the-spot question because it kind of came to you talking about kids stepping up. I know I was covering Pitt uh, Saturday. A couple guys got went down, and, and Karch Narduzzi was talking about a couple guys that he didn't realize played that well. You know, they're not getting the reps in practice just to start a kid. Um, anybody on this team, has that happened to, with any position this year where maybe somebody's maybe missed time and you're like, well, you know, next guy's up and you're like, wow, this kid is a lot better than we thought? Uh, well, we've been really kind of fortunate um, that we haven't had to deal with that uh, too much. But I think the most obvious example is uh, Travis Molinar went down. Um, you know, he tore his ACL. Uh, he's actually – actually played in two games for us with the torn ACL. So, uh, you know, check that off the toughness box for him. Uh, and But we had to go to a freshman right away. So you typically don't do that. But Antoine Gardner's been in there, and I, I think this week he rushed for uh, 99 yards. Uh, so I kind of feel bad if we had maybe if we had known he needed another carry for a, for a 100-yard uh, game, then uh, uh, we would have certainly probably given him another carry. But uh, – Really proud of him as a ninth grader coming in, and I think we've seen a lot of progress with him as, as the year goes on too. So uh, we just tell kids you're one snap away, you know. And and uh, you know this week we lost in the in the midst of that game, and probably ten minutes of real time. I don't know about time, but we we lost three receivers. You know, I mean most teams can't get to number four or five with great depth, but we could step right in there. And uh, you know, I had another freshman uh, Nathan Coots in there playing for us, so. Uh, really, we love we love our freshman class and, and you know our sophomores too because they're, they're just some talented kids. And again, the, the fact that they get reps every week and are ready to go, and we can go in there and and get some production out of them. You know, I'm proud of our assistant coaches that they make that happen. Excellent stuff. Once again, you're listening to the Niles McKinley Red Dragon Football Podcast, powered by Brandon Miller State Farm Insurance. Here with Coach Perry, and then we'll be bringing on a featured player. And we're doing the shows live, so if you hear any of that background noise. This is these young men just getting done practice, and they're in the locker room getting cleaned up. And uh, we know there's a uh, trend going. It's a winning trend. And maybe Coach Perry might have wished he implemented kickball after practices in another part. Maybe they'd be undefeated. But uh, around the kickball, these kids really are having fun out there, even compared to last week when I saw it for the first time to today. I mean, it's just a really, a, really a, a genuine, uh, you know, a, a building block I think for just continuity and for these guys to kind of let loose have fun and but know that they're teammates nonetheless yeah it's, it's a really big part probably an underrated part of, of coaching and being a good team is, is that ability to to whatever it is you're doing you know if we weren't playing kickball you know maybe we'd be tossing a frisbee out there <laughs> or watching a movie whatever it may be and that's been hard this year for the simple fact that with the COVID restrictions some of those things you like to do you know Every year we've been going out and training with the Army at the Camp Ravenna. We weren't able to do that. So I think this has kind of filled a nice void for us. And, Bo, I might add, the kickball has gotten slightly better. I don't know if you noticed that out there. I but noticed it immediately. Yeah. So we've, we've, we've gone through some, some drill work on the kickball and uh, tried to explain to them you don't kick it like a soccer ball. So I'm proud of them on that end, too. I think, I think the kickball is getting better. At least it's watchable. At least today it was watchable. Today, they look like professional kickball players. Last week, folks, I promise you, I've never seen a worse display of people trying to kick a round ball that was pitched to them. Um, There's some funky kick, but they're getting a hold of it today. And then the uh, big one there near the uh, band section, uh, Coach Ryan, he uh, 
Yeah, Coach Baird had an yeah. inside the Parker there and uh, tied the game up. But uh, Coach Marsco's crew had been 0-6 going into that game. I think they were 0-6, maybe 0-7. They got their first win. So they were very proud to finish in third place on the uh, kickball tournament. <laughs> Excellent. Hey, now last week, uh, big win, 35-7. to And, again, the week before it was 35-7. The week before it was 35 uh, the other way. I mean, it's just crazy with these 35s. Again, hopefully you guys get the 35 to the win on Friday night, but uh, this past weekend, um, what coach on the staff you thought made the big call? What coach call did you regret, and which call were you very happy that you went through with? Well, I think uh, shout out to Coach Kemp in our secondary. Uh, you know, getting that early uh, interception was, uh, you know, really big for us as, as far as that. Uh, you know, like I said, not giving Lakeview any any momentum. Um, and then I, I guess a one B there. I didn't would credit Coach Leonard because we had those receivers all go down one two three and to be able to get those guys in there and then of course uh, you miss those guys on special teams as well so getting all that coordinated without too many hiccups there I thought coach Leonard also did a nice job uh as far as the uh the play call and I, I'd love to take the credit for the big one this week but uh I think uh coach PK uh what I liked about it was when we did have the different guys in there and we didn't change anything we, we stayed true to our to our game plan and those young kids were ready and, uh, um, you know, we got in that situation with the continuous clock. We were able to play some young guys, whatever. But, uh, you know, had that game been tighter, I, I think our offense was really quick and ran the ball effectively. We obviously threw it uh, effectively. So, uh, uh, Coach PK, you know, obviously was really good there. As far as a blunder this week, man, that's – I'm not thinking of anything major, which is great. Yeah. Usually, <laughs> usually we have, have a ton of stuff in there. But I can't think of anything major that uh, really went haywire on us as, as far as that goes. So I'm going to say I'm going to take pass on that. Pass on that. And, you know, you mentioned Gardner with the uh, 99 yards. I mean, how much of a relief is it just to maybe not have Zach Leonard, the quarterback, you know, because we know he was battling injury earlier this year, just not so much wear and tear on him so he can just be fresher and be able to do what he does when he has to. It, well, it's huge. And, you know, Zach hurt his heel there against Poland and, uh, limped his way through that second half very courageously and then couldn't really run at all against South Range. Well, Antoine has really stepped up. Uh, you know, I think there were some growing pains there. I know one of the games that came out, he was laying down on the ground and uh, <laughs> yeah, had the wind knocked out of him. And I simply said to him, welcome to high school football. You know, you're not in junior high anymore. And I think he was trying to laugh, but he had no wind. And uh, in fact, the trainer from another team kind of looked at me like, did you just say that to that kid? But, uh, uh, he's the kind of kid that, you know, if you challenge him, he's going to accept it. And, uh, you know, he, he's a big back, so he presents problems for, uh, you know, for the uh, for the opponent. And, you know, knowing he's a ninth grader for us and that he's going to be around for three years after that, you know, that that, that gets us excited as a coaching staff, have a bell cow like that in the back room. Definitely. And uh, the Permani sandwich? Permani sandwich, you know, I'm going to go ahead and give that to Antoine. Like I said, uh, I thought he was intricate. He caught the – he caught a actually caught a pass out of the backfield for us that really we kind of think he scored on it, but he got tagged. They called him down at the one, and then uh, you know he went back two plays later and, and, and got it in. Um, and like I said, just for his improvement, uh, for what he's doing and uh, what he means to the football team, you know maybe even more so. You know as as it goes on, you get later in the year and the weather gets colder, having a kid that can run a ball like that. Uh, so for him to have a game like that, which really you know like you said about a hundred yards. Uh, 
I think uh, he's worthy of the sandwich. Wonderful stuff. Coach, um, we're going to let you go get uh, our featured guest tonight. But real quick, real, real, real quick, um, anything that we, the fans should, I mean, what does Gerard like to do? Um, what what are some of the things that we need to know about them? No, I mean, if anyone has been to a Niles-Gerard game in the last, I don't know, maybe 10 years, I think you'll, if you will know what those are like, that's kind of what you're going to see here. Um, <clears throat> wide open on offense. Try to they try to get the ball out to many people different hands. They got a couple guys that can really stretch the field, and I really think they've had good quarterback play uh, for the Del Garbino kid. I I think I, I've seen some some pretty big improvement in him in years time. So, uh, you know, same thing. They kind of look like us in some ways. They're they're probably a little bit better on offense than they are on defense. And I think most people would tell you the same for us. So. You know, again, it could be one of those one of those games where there's a lot of points on the board. Uh, hopefully, they have less than 35, and we have 35. We want to keep that going. I'd be fine with that. Um, but you know, I wouldn't be surprised to see see both teams pass that. To be honest, I hope I hope I'm wrong there. Uh, but then again, you know, sometimes you expect these high scoring battles, and you end up with a with a 10-7 game or something like that. So. <laughs> Uh, again, I'm always the worst person to ask, but, you know, anyone that knows Gerard and is used to it, that's what you're going to see Friday night. Excellent, Coach. We appreciate you, as always. Now, Coach Perry is going to go and get our featured guest as we continue on here with the Miles and Kinley Red Dragons football podcast. Remember, iTunes and Blog Talk Radio are both opportunities and avenues to download and listen to these shows at your leisure. And I know usually with the iTunes, it's a little bit more um, easier in terms of just uh, maybe fast-forwarding. I know sometimes Blog Talk. Um, can be a little tricky if you want to fast forward or rewind to a segment. Um, sometimes which app you're on or how you're listening could be a little bit of a problem. But if you do iTunes, um, I know there's a little bit easier access in terms of just fast forwarding and whatnot. So uh, as promised, we're going to bring our featured guest in here. His name is Philip Vaughn, inside linebacker, tackling machine, and uh, track star, track kid as well. Philip, welcome to the program. Uh, how's the day treating you? Uh, pretty good, day. Good day. Yeah, what's it like? I mean, I ain't going to lie. I was, we were joking around about it. The show we talked about last week, the kickball was bad last week, but you guys really improved the kickball ability. Um, you, you got no recess no more? No. When's the last time, I guess, with you were in elementary school or junior high where you guys played kickball? Yeah. Uh, we used to play it all the time when I was younger, but uh, it's good to play now. Guys, started <laughs> off with the Monday. Good practice. And uh, this week, you guys head to Girard, the final regular season game before the playoffs. You guys had a big win last week at Lakeview. and got, you know, some momentum going into this game. Um, where do you think the mindset of this football team is? Uh, I think we have a good mindset. Uh, we've been rolling. We're ready to play Girard. And you, you're a tackling machine. I mean, talk a little bit about that. I mean, how much? How much of it is what Philip Vaughn knows and just read reaction? I mean, kind of take us into that skill set. I mean, the ball's about to be snapped. Why are you the first guy there all the time? Um, I don't know, to be honest. I'm just a fast kid. Love to go get to the ball. Yeah. Not afraid to hit. You're definitely nope. not afraid to hit. Yeah, huh? I love to hit. <laughs> hey, I'll hit anybody. <laughs> so, hey, you know what? Uh, Dario Sowski is a Steelers coach. Uh, we had him on a Zoom call a couple weeks ago, and he was talking about the guys. And he goes, to be a football player, you have to love to hit. So, yep. with that said, Philip. You are a true football player from a professional who says that. Now, um, Coach Perry was talking last year. You guys had your little things, but he said, man, you came back with a vengeance. You were not here last year, but you come back this year as a senior, and you really have made an impact. Just kind of talk about, you know, that transition from last year to this year and and being such an integral part of that defense. Uh, I just kind of realized that I had to step up uh, senior year, a big part of my life, wanted to 
like make my family proud, make the team proud, the yeah. coaches proud, uh, the city proud. Yeah. Basically. Now, who's your who's your biggest supporter? Who's your bigger critic after a game? Um, I'd probably say it's my dad. Yeah. On both. <laughs> on both. Yep. Huh? If he praises you, what's he praise you on? Or if he's going to get on you, what, what's uh, He just tells me I have a good game, and then if I do something wrong, he just says <laughs> what I have to work on. Yeah, and you probably know that, but you take it as a great assault and, and, and know that not to make the mistake again, right? Yep. Excellent. Now, you do the track. Um, what, what's your track for, Uh, I'll run the 100, 200, 4x1, four usually 4x4, four 400, uh, sprinter. Yeah, you definitely have some wheels. Yes, sir. Huh? Always have been the fast kid since middle school. It's got to be nice, huh? <laughs> Being the fastest kid, that's yeah. kind of like a, you know, especially at that age, you get to be, when you're fast, you're just so much better than everybody else. Yeah. Man. You're just, it's a good benefit. To have. <laughs> yeah, there's benefit, and you're now COVID-19. You guys, you know, everybody was up in the air if you guys are playing. What's the atmosphere like for you, you know, not seeing, you know, like this weekend, you're not going to see the Niles McKinley Red Dragons band, you know, you're not going to have the atmosphere of Bo Ryan Stadium like you're accustomed to seeing it. Uh, are you getting used to it? Um, yeah, I've been getting used to it. It's kind of sad not having a full crowd, but you just got to deal with it, with yeah. the circumstances we're under. Yeah. Now, I know when I'm covering the other games, um, I, 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 you know, I'm looking through the binoculars, I kind of lose – I'm concentrating on the game. And I'll, sometimes I even lose track that nobody's in the stadium. Do you do you get that aspect too, where you're just you know what you're 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 not worried about if mom and dad and your cousin and you know, your neighbors in the stands. You're like oh, it's a third and six and we got to stop it. Yeah, yeah. You kind of just block it's it up. Zoned in. Yeah, the I'm always zoned in. Yeah. Forget the crowd's even there. You just got to do what I got to do. So when's Philip Bond stepped into the zone? I mean, at what point Friday? Wait, well, well, today's Monday. So Friday, what point do you kind of start transitioning into uh-huh. that? I'd say probably my uh, Friday morning. Yeah. Friday morning, get a good routine, good routine in, get my mind right, smack some cats in the head. <laughs> I love it. I love it, man. Uh, well, hey, we're almost out of time. We appreciate you sticking around. Um, you know, this has been fun for me because we started doing the show, and uh, most of the young men on the team I knew because my kids went to school, so I'd seen them. But seeing new faces, I mean, and it's hard to see you guys. I just, I mean, I'm able to watch the, the tape. You guys, and you know, but the, the not not see you guys on the field on Friday night, and you know, just to have a camaraderie, and uh, you know, just getting. I appreciate your time, is what I'm saying. But it's nice to just meet some new faces and, and get to know you guys, and then we get to share you with the city and these the folks in Niles get to know uh, what they're talking about, and you know, when they see you doing your thing, they'll know. Who you are. So with that said, we always like we call it three and out. A couple off the wall questions. Um, you ready to take a shot with some of them? Uh, yeah, sure. All right. So you love hitting. That's, we've established that. Um, is there anybody at that next level that you try to emulate? I mean, is anybody at that NFL level that you love um, watching plus? One of my bigger inspirations, definitely Ryan Shazir, there, but can't watch him. Got a bad injury. Yeah. And a fantastic man, by yeah. the way. Even afterwards, I mean, seeing him still, I mean, biggest, you would you would think nothing ever happened, and uh, still his personality is just uh, – Yeah, great dude. Yeah, really, really, and again, uh, they were – he was a good one. He was going to probably have a fantastic, fantastic career. Um, how about this one? Um, if you could win the 100, the 400, 200, whichever one, if you, if you could win state at one of those, just one, which one you want? Um, I, I love winning the 100, but if I could win the 400, that would be a great accomplishment. Yeah. I'm not a good 400 runner. I'd rather win the, run the 100. Okay. I like how you went with the one you may not be the best at. You know? Yeah. Like it's, a, it's a hard run. 
if you can if you can do good in that, you're a great track athlete. And then the final one before we let you go this uh, tonight, and we again we appreciate your time. Um, what's your biggest hobby outside of football? Um, I don't know. Probably playing video games or hanging out with friends. So you're a video game guy. Yeah. All right. Then we have we've had a couple other young men on the program that said they're video games. What's the game? And are you the best? Gamer, I guess, on uh, the team. I like to play NBA 2K. Okay. Yeah. I'd say I'm one of the best. Yeah. We know we're going to have to actually have the seniors. We're going to have to have – when we have the final show of the year, we get all the seniors together, we might have to hook up a TV and a, and a system. Yeah. And, and I would actually want to have a tournament. Um, who are you when you play? Um, I'm from the barn. Yeah? Oh, fair enough. Lawrence, yeah. yeah. So he's in L.A. LeBron. Uh, or he's with Caps. I mean, when you're playing it, is he already in L.A. on the system? Oh, yeah, he's already on in L.A. Okay. Like, they update all the rocks. All right, I just didn't know if you were playing an old version. I just no. assumed. Anthony Davis rolling with him when you're playing? Yeah. Oh, pretty nice duo. It is a good duo. They gonna pretty win good team. They going to beat uh, Miami? Yeah. I think they'll beat them in four, to be honest with you. Sweep. Yeah. Get out the brooms. Yes, well, hey, Philip Bond, you've been a pleasure. Again, I mean, you you are, and I love it. You, you talk about just love hitting football. I I guarantee all the old timers that listen to the show, they're gonna they're gonna fall in love with you when you just said I just love hitting people because that's just that old school old style mentality that people love when they think about the game of football. But as always, big shout out to Philip Bond here on the seat or here on the Niles and Tony Red Dragon Football Podcast. As always. Blog Talk Radio and iTunes opportunities to download. Permani Brothers, Brandon Miller State Farm Insurance, a big shout out. As always, we appreciate you stopping by and listening to the show. This has been a C2P exclusive.